Welcome to the Mom Enomics Podcast. I am your host, Booth Parker, mom, wife, and certified public accountant. I am passionate about all things family, home, and finance. This week on the podcast, I am stepping away from the finance focus. And today we are talking habits, little daily habits that add up to big differences in our lives. So last May, I did a series on my Instagram stories about my daily habits. And since there were 31 days in May, I covered 31 habits. But today I'm gonna break it down into my top five and why they make the most of me each and every day. So the first one is make the bed. And I know we've all heard this one. There's even a book with the title, I believe. But it's a game changer for me for a few reasons. When you make your bed first thing, you're setting up your brain to accomplish tasks. You subconsciously check off something in your head and without even realizing it, you're motivated to continue getting things done. When my husband and I were first married and my son was little, I was in the habit of making the bed every day. But then in our last house, Um, that we lived in, I got out of the habit. Our bedroom was upstairs. So once I left in the morning, I wasn't back through the room again. I was working outside of the home. Um, And so for some reason, I told myself that there was no reason to make the bed. What's funny is that this was a stressful time in my life for a multitude of reasons. And neglecting this one task was making it worse. And I didn't even realize it at the time. When we moved again a few years ago, I got back in the habit of making the bed. I was working from home now and I was in and out of the bedroom throughout the day. I realized by making the bed with the pretty pillows and linens that I was creating my sleep sanctuary, an inviting place that I would want to retreat to each evening. And I realized what a disservice I had done to myself in the last house. By not making the bed, I was avoiding the bedroom each evening. Therefore, I wasn't having quiet reading time each night, and I was actually procrastinating going to bed. I know it sounds crazy, but making the bed can have that big of an effect on your mindset. So it only takes a minute a day, knock it out first thing. Number two, get eight hours of sleep. So this one kind of goes hand in hand with number one. When I wasn't making the bed and I was procrastinating going to bed, I often fell asleep on the couch or made it up to the bed super late when I just couldn't hold my eyes open anymore. I didn't have a bedtime routine, but just brush my teeth and hop in the bed and turn out the lights, oftentimes around midnight, sometimes even later, and that six o'clock alarm always came way too early. I would then have to drag my very tired self out of the bed and do it all over again. When I was younger, I could survive on less sleep. But as I have gotten older, my productivity is just not there if I don't get enough sleep. By making the bed and creating a sanctuary, my husband and I both often joke each morning while we're having our coffee, that we're excited to get in the bed that evening. The beautifully made bed is always welcoming and we get in bed early and read. I am in bed most nights by about eight, 
read for a bit. We'll take the dogs out for a walk, 9 or 9.30. Lights are out at 10. I usually wake now before the alarm because I am well rested. When you wake up feeling good, it makes you begin your day in an entirely different mindset, a much better mindset, a much better mood for everyone else around you. So you're just setting yourself up to be your best self. And one other little side note about sleep. Invest in a quality mattress and linens. So we spend close to a third of our entire lives asleep. So when you invest in your sleep, you're investing in you. Um, we have a Tempur-Pedic. It was a game changer for us. Um, I know there's some other great ones out there. So if you are not getting good sleep because you don't have a good mattress or pillows, I would prioritize that um, for a purchase in your budget. Number three, silence your phone at five o'clock. So our phones have become an extension of ourselves. They often rule our lives without us even realizing it. When I get home each day, I turn my phone to silent and I set it down in the kitchen. My husband and I often enjoy sitting on the porch, watching the sunset, um, with the company and conversation of each other, not being distracted by our phones. I cook supper without being disturbed by my phone. And yes, I do check it a few times throughout the evening to see if anyone needs me for anything, but it isn't ruling my life and it makes for a more peaceful evening with more quality and focused family time. And I also do not have notifications turned on any time of day for social media or email. I have set time that I check my email. I check social media periodically, but I don't get alerts all day long each time something comes in on one of those. And then I take it one step further and leave my phone in the kitchen at night. I use a alarm clock, I call it my sunrise alarm clock. It gradually has a light that comes on about 10 minutes before the alarm. So it's emulating daybreak. And it's a much more peaceful way to be woken up. And additionally, my son is 16, so he has a phone now, but it stays in the kitchen at night as well. So I know we can't live without our phones these days, but I do really try to minimize the ne negative effects that they have on my life or my sleep or anything like that. Number four, purge the mail and the trash in your car daily. I know that's kind of technically two um, different habits, but they really go hand in hand, especially for me, because our mailbox is a quarter mile from our house. So I stop in the driveway at the mailbox, grab the mail. When I get to the house, pull into the garage, I pick up the mail and any trash and carry it all in at the same time. So I go through the mail immediately when I bring it in. I used to bring the mail in and set it on the counter day after day. And before I knew it, the mail had completely taken over and I would miss dates on pertinent things that were in the mail that I hadn't uh, gone through yet. So I do, I sort it right away. Any magazines that I'm going to read, like a Southern Living or anything like that, they immediately go to the coffee table for when I do sit down there, they're there to be read. 
And unless I'm in the market for something specific and looking for something, all catalogs get purged to the recycle bin right away. I may flip through them, take a little sneak peek, see if there's something that catches my eye, but I don't let them stick around and accumulate anymore. All junk mail offers like credit card stuff, um, it gets purged and then all pertinent mail goes straight to the basket on my desk. Doesn't get missed anymore, it goes straight there and that way I'm able to handle it very timely. So if you get a lot of mail, and catalogs and things like that, purging it daily will be a game changer in the amount of clutter in your life. Number five, clean the kitchen nightly so you awake to a kitchen ready to do its job each morning. So doing the dishes after supper has been a chore for my son since he was little. And each evening after supper, he takes everyone's plates to the sink and gets the dishwasher loaded. Pots and pans from supper get loaded and scrubbed. The counters get wiped down. I lay out the lunchbox for the next morning. Walking into a clean kitchen each morning, free from dishes stacked in the sink, it just completely changes your motivation and your mindset. Nobody gets excited about making breakfast and packing lunch. When they walk into a huge mess of dishes in the morning, they're all in the way, maybe even have to clean ones that you need to use that morning. Mornings can be stressful enough. So don't set yourself up for failure by walking into a dirty kitchen each morning. The few minutes it takes each night sets your mindset up for success the next morning. And it's even a bigger win if you can make it a chore for your kids and they do most of the work. And while I have many more daily habits for living my best life, I find these to be extremely important and also useful to almost anyone. It's the little things we do each day that add up to big things and big successes. The actions you take day in, day out, they become your habits. And these habits are what build you and your character and the person that you are. So taking action towards good habits will help determine your character and your destiny. If your daily habits aren't working for you, just think about the flow of these five. So when you create a sleep routine and commit to eight hours of sleep, you wake up, better mindset, more motivation, in a better mood. Then you knock out making the bed, you get something checked off that list, and you have already set up your sleeping routine for success again that evening. Silencing the phone at five o'clock lets your brain gradually unwind from all of the stimulation as you go about your evening, helping that sleep routine work even more. And walking into a clean kitchen each morning keeps stress from the overwhelm and the frustration completely at bay. And that's just another win in your mindset and outlook for the day. Purging the mail is a huge step in reducing clutter. Clutter overwhelms us more than we even want to acknowledge most of the time. And it's truly the little things like purging the mail that set us up for success and keeping our brains 
focused and in a good place. So be sure and check out the blog post with the full 31 habits if you're intrigued by these. And I have linked that in the show notes. And if you want to hold yourself accountable to some new habits, they take a while to really become a habit. It does not happen overnight. You have to be intentional with that action. So I've linked in the show notes as well, a free habit habit tracker that you can uh, download and print. And if you're like me, you like to check things off that list. So it's a great way to get yourself truly taking action and committing to new habits. So go make your bed and start creating habits that lead to your best life. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week.